Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 25 of the Wachima podcast. Our guest today is Eduardo Carvalho. Most of the podcasts, at least one time in their life, uh, touched the topic on uh, psychedelics and more specifically ayahuasca. And today we have Eduardo as a, as a guest who works for the mother, for mother ayahuasca. Can you explain us? What does that mean to work for the mother? It's a good question. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me here. It's uh, really a pleasure to be here. And uh, it's nice to see that you are doing uh, good works as well. So yeah, thank you for that. Uh, what does it mean to work for the mother? Um, well, for me, on a personal level, uh, at this moment in my life, it means everything. Uh, it means that I can. Um, be of service of a, of a greater work in this planet and raising uh, consciousness and uh, helping other people achieve their, their greatest potential. And um, <clears throat> for me, what the, what the mother has um, done for me was that she could unblock all those things that were stopping me from uh, reaching my, my greatest potential as a human being as well and to uh, give me um, different insights about life uh, about this life, past lives, about my family line, um, opening me up into uh, different, you know, uh, possibilities in this planet, and to use my gift, which is music, to help other people uh, to find that that sacred space within them, where they can uh, also heal themselves. Because ultimately, we are we are all healers. I don't consider myself a healer. Yeah. I'm just a vehicle for other people to. Uh, 
to be healed, so the plants come through me as I make my connections to the higher realms and the plants, so that other people can heal themselves. You were you were playing in bands for many years. How did it start? Oh. So you were playing in rock bands, right? Yeah, rock and then also um, <coughs> um, reggae, um, street performances, um, playing also percussion with DJs or live acts with uh, singing, um, every type of stuff, uh, considering uh, music and arts and entertainment. And uh, well, I started very uh, in, a, in a very young age. I was like um, 14 years old. And uh, two of my best friends at the time, they're still my best friends, uh, just we went on different ways, but uh, it was funny because they wanted to form a band together. Mm. And uh, you know, and they heard that I could know, uh, that I know how to play guitar, and how to play a song. And um, they invited me to their place to try out, and I, and I did. And I said, yeah, awesome, man, you are in the band. So then we started from scratch, you know, we didn't, uh, I mean, we were not uh, educated musically per se, yeah. so we just went and buy, uh, bought our first acoustic guitars and uh, trying to play this song and that song mm. and that song and learning chords here and there. And obviously this was different times, there was no YouTube yeah. um, uh, teaching uh, classes or, you know, uh, information wasn't so available like it is uh, yeah. nowadays. So yeah, we just, you know, um, carved through, you know, we puffed our own way. Yeah, and you also used your uh, instincts or uh, in, in inner, I don't know, guide to, you know, like learn uh, your feelings. Uh. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, also exercise also the, the art of listening because yeah. uh, in music, one of the most important things is uh, your earring. Yeah. Um, when you, when you fine tune your earring, like you can hear a song and you can play it like five minutes later. So yeah, so that was that was something that uh, <laughs> we really had to um, to work on, and um, yeah, and I'm glad that it, it was that way. So because it yeah. made us really um, excel ourselves. As in, you know, I want to play this song. I, I want to listen to this song a hundred times until I can finally play it. Yeah. And so it was uh, so much that we, uh, yeah, uh, that was 23 years ago. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, from that then we we got bigger and then we recorded, we played festivals, we toured, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, then fast forward almost twenty years. Yeah, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long road, man. It's a long road because I mean, uh, any type of arts and culture, uh, um, yeah. type of uh, profession per se, it's it's not it's not an easy it's not an easy road. You you yeah. have to be persistent and to believe in what you do. Especially for us, back on the time, we were um, more into original type of music. Mm. We were never that type of cover bands. Mm. Would, there was a million of cover bands playing, and they would play every yeah. week. And we would play maybe once a month. But yeah. that once a month that we played was our bunch of songs, and people came yeah. because of our songs and our energy and the, and the concerts and stuff. So uh, it was more special, per se. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I'm, I'm proud of that, that we could achieve uh, just to keep our, how can I say, um, <coughs> our musical integrity. Yeah, so you were also like playing uh, uh, from the heart to share some good vibes mm -hmm. instead of just uh, aiming for the attention yeah. and all of the, I mean, yeah, the most Absolutely. superficial way. Yeah. Absolutely, and then part of that was to, to, to play what's in our hearts yeah. rather than play, you know, covers from bands everybody knows, you know, yeah. um, 
We're just like, okay, this is what we as human beings, this is what we have in our souls. Yeah. So we're gonna transpose this to music and share it with you live. And then we started to get a, some sort of a following, slowly yeah. and surely, uh, it happened. Okay. And you went on this road for 20 years, almost. Mm -hmm. And then something happened. At what stage were you in your life? Were you satisfied with the playing in the band at that moment? Uh, when when the shift started? Um, yes and no. It's uh, it's two sides to that yeah. point. Because I mean, I mean, it was it was it was wonderful years, you know, of uh, of music and traveling yeah. and being on the road and meeting all these uh, amazing people and. Uh, you know, it was a lot of growth, uh, yeah. personally, professionally, as as human being as well. Um, but it got to a point where um, it all got a bit too much, um, huh. as in you know, um, partying and uh, traveling and not being faithful to girlfriends and huh. stuff like that. Huh. And uh, I kind of got to to a point of like I I need, I need to stop this for a minute to 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 find other things in life. So uh, that's when I stopped uh, being with uh, with uh, my last band. I said, guys, I mean, I mean, we we are friends for life. There's no doubt about that. But at yeah. this moment, I need to find uh, other things that make me. I need to find other things to to give me this joy that I lost of playing music. I kind of lost it a little bit. And then it come, came together with um, problems with uh, with uh, with relationships with with my friends as well because yeah. we were on the on the road 24/7 pretty much. And um, um, you know everything just got one. This was a big snowball that was growing and growing and growing, yeah. and then um, it's all good. You know, I'm I'm really happy for it. You know, I don't regret anything. It was just um, uh, the road that we had to to lead, yeah. and uh, that road brought me where I am today. So I could only be thankful for that and learn the lessons and try to move on with uh, with my life. Okay, so you stopped yeah. with the band. Mm -hmm. And then you you started to search for some other uh, things, or first you you met the mother, let's say. What was the chronological uh, order? Um, so the thing was when uh, when um, uh, when I stopped with this uh, latest band, then I moved out of the country and uh, I went traveling and uh, just working regular jobs mm -hmm. just to keep things going. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did that for three or four years without playing in any bands, no live performances. It was some sort of a, an hiatus. Mm. And uh, you know, although I always had my guitar there because yeah. you know yeah. the guitar needs to be there, or in this case there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I needed to find out who I am without being in a band. Yeah. Who am I as a person? And um, yeah, I found out the different things about me that I didn't know. And. Uh, Oh no! I mean, it's always positive when you, yeah. when you get to that point where you can rediscover something else. And okay. I did. And um, at the <laughs> and what what did you do specifically to to enhance this search for your inner self? Did you uh, go to meditation retreats or some, uh, you know, this uh, Santiago de Compostela, did, had, this uh, kind of stuff? Yeah, I didn't go there, but. Um, one thing that I did, I, to, I took a course on uh, transcendental meditation mm. in Amsterdam back four years ago, and that kind of shifted my my energy okay. as well. And uh, started to go more, uh, you know, to instead of going to uh, festivals or big concerts or something, I just went to smaller, um, mm. more conscious events and uh, 
meeting just beautiful people and be people that live from the heart and that kind of shifted my 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 energy levels as well okay and you yeah. also started to practice daily some kind of meditation yeah yeah. yeah i do it uh, twice a day every day okay yeah cool the, it helps me rediscover other parts of myself that i didn't know because everything we need is inside of ourselves yeah you know we don't need any uh, external uh, thing to to achieve anything yeah we are perfect as we are just as we live and we go through society and, and life and work and relationships and all that kind of stuff we you know we get lost in our minds yeah. uh, many all times. of these uh, layers are coming uh, to fit in try to fit in yeah yeah because also the consumerist society is all about uh, uh, kind of generating that uh, oh, I need this I need that yeah. I need to have uh, yeah certain things to to be whole as a person mm-hmm. and yeah it's very hard to to kind of zoom out and see that ah maybe it's not the way uh, but yes. the way is uh, much more simple like absolutely man because we are we are bigger than we can ever uh, comprehend fully mm. you know and uh, the society that we live today uh, makes us feel small mm. as in you have to do this to achieve you have to achieve this so that you are somebody or you have to have this yeah. amount of money in your account or you have to have that big of a house you have to have that big of a car or you know it's not that it's not about materialism it's not about social status it's not about it's not about anything <laughs> it's about who you are inside and what you have in your heart and what you what you share with people and yeah. uh, you know the, your your capacity of sharing love yeah. and that's 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 what matters yeah i also like figured out uh, on a way that it's good to hack all the biohacking stuff and be the you know in the more the personal development part when you are the best of the best but in the end what is what is that for <laughs> if you don't know the way how to share your love with the world you know no then point. yeah there's, there's no, no point. point to be yeah. the best or yeah. whatever to dominate others no no yeah i mean i think the point is to, to be the best you can yeah every day and but once you once you understand that yeah. then you you'll stop just like judging other people or competing yeah. with other people i don't care i mean if you're the best yo great awesome yeah, yeah. and that's that you know i yeah. just try to be the best as i can of course i'm always in my process you know things are not they don't change yeah. like everybody <laughs> is always there is no <laughs> such a thing like we stop our process yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cuz uh, the moment you 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 think that yeah okay this is it i achieved it I don't have to do anything else. This is what I need to be. That that's the moment when you when you when you start uh, uh, decaying or start going down, because this is an ongoing thing. Until you die, you will you will always have uh, some yeah. more things to learn about yourself and the world. So get into more practicalities when, with your with the mother. How uh, when you started to let's say work for the mother, because it's. Okay, the work is also such a word that is uh, kind of miss. Yeah, but it's some sort of work. Yeah, it's, yeah it's I mean, yeah. yeah. But how how did that start? So you went to the TM, the Transcendental Meditation mm-hmm. course, and then was still another lead to where you heard about uh, the ayahuasca. Or, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, the the TM course that was that that was a turning point. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a turning point because then I started to feel myself differently. And music differently, and mm. uh, the world, and the people, and the animals, and the, the, the planet itself. And um, 
then I was with a girlfriend at the time. I was living in Amsterdam. And um, yeah, we broke up. But yeah, before we broke up, um, I forgot. Uh, this came actually as a, as a birthday present, mm. you know, because uh, I've tried many things and because uh, I needed to sort something inside of myself that I, so I didn't even know uh, what was it. But, uh, you know, Ayahuasca really showed me uh, what was that. And uh, so, yeah, so this came as a birthday present from her, and I'm eternally grateful to her. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so I went to do um, <clears throat> um, one ceremony with a Mestizo Shaman, and it uh, turned out that one ceremony wasn't enough. Because, you know, I mean, when you do some ceremonies for, for the first time, sometimes the first ceremony you don't get what you're supposed to get, or whatever is that supposed to mean. We, just, we, we always get what we need anyway. But um, yeah, so I did one ceremony and uh, that wasn't enough. I was like, there's gotta be more. Yeah. So then um, I did the second ceremony and- uh, pff, Right just, after, uh, the next day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, after the second ceremony, I mean, this whole new realm of opportunities or mm. this whole different world came up and I, you know, I was fully in the realm of uh, Mother Ayahuasca. And then I was like, wow. Where was I all this time? You know, this all this all this beauty and information and all this um, self um, self rediscovery sort of thing. All these things that popped up in me that I could see them, they were like in front of my face, and I was like, "Yo, there is more. There is more. I mean, I traveled through dimensions. I, I had these entities that came to me, intelligent entities that came to me and spoke to me." Uh, I opened up I because I had um, <clears throat> I was going through some uh, writer's block mm. you know I was always a, a original music uh, writer as you know okay. uh, and I was going through a block I couldn't write music I couldn't mm. I was just like I couldn't do anything you know so uh, yeah. and, and what Ayahuasca provided for me was she opened that door of creativity uh, she opened my mind she opened my heart and yeah. she put my feet on the ground and she let me see who am I? Like for real? Okay. You know, because although I might have thought that I knew all those years past, yeah, I kind of knew. I don't. I didn't really know, no, until she really opened that possibility of like, hey, this is you. Hmm. So, uh, and if you can, and if you're smart enough, just use your gift to uh, to help other people as well. And that's what I did. And after that, I went to um, to Peru. For for one, one moment, for the listeners who are not familiar with the with the brew itself, sure. uh, can we explain uh, what uh, ayahuasca is? Mm. Just uh, uh, shortly. Yeah, yeah, like. sure, sure. Well, ayahuasca is a brew from the Amazon. Uh, it's a mix from uh, capi vine, Banisteriopsis capi, and chacruna um, leaves. Um, together, they form this sacred marriage, and um, they provide. Um, you know, expansion of the mind, opening of the heart. Um, they help you heal many things, many ailments from different kinds, from depression to traumas, from your childhood, from, um, you know, uh, it's just, it shows you a, a different realm of possibilities. That's uh, that's the main thing. And, f you know, for me on a personal level, what she did, she, she redesigned my life. Yeah, because As we also have to add it that uh, people when they drink this brew they encounter an entity yeah. which is we don't know exactly 
who is that? Maybe it's their, their inner, the, the bottom of your soul, <laughs> or maybe it's the higher consciousness uh, of the universe. I don't know. I don't know. Wh- whoever knows it, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. You find so many different things in there. Uh, it's a beautiful spirit, and uh, so this is um, the Bruce traditional from the Amazon forest. And uh, she's not alone. She's um, she's the mother of uh, of all plants, and uh, she she comes with a with an army of plants to heal you. Oh, sorry. <coughs> and um, her main purpose is to help uh, mankind and the planet itself. And uh, on these times of um, you know massive um, uh, industrializing uh, of this world, I mean this is. Uh, we're coming in times where business and money are in charge and politics and the big corporations and the Amazon is on fire and uh, you know the, there's all these things that she's trying to help mankind with yeah. so uh, actually my biggest intention is to get as many people to do this hmm. as possible because this opens a different consciousness uh, and uh, everything changes man uh, you, you, I mean you, there's a, a big shift in your spirit per se and on uh, on your mind and on the way you see the world and the way that you interact with uh, with other human beings with animals with plants there's a more respect for life in itself so uh, for me I mean for me the ayahuasca is she's kind of uh, the savior of this planet and it helps you deeply also on an individual level like to see those uh, lost souls who don't know what is the next step or they almost on the yeah they are burnout but they have a burnout or or whatever but also on a very on a on a collective level absolutely yeah absolutely i mean they say if you want to change the world you should start by changing yourself yeah and uh, this is all energy and frequencies and vibrations so once you change yourself your your energy will change therefore your frequency as well so that will go into the to the ether yeah and that will change the world because kind of creates uh, this ripple effect exactly yeah. so one by one by one by one by one we can we can up and turn this around hmm. it's not easy but uh, you know because a lot of people are afraid to, to look inside of themselves yeah and this is the key to ayahuasca is to to really have the the courage to go deep inside of yourself and uh, and see what's in there, you know. Uh, we all have dark darkness. Mm. We have darkness and light. We all have it. Mm. So uh, it's the capacity for one to to go within himself and uh, and face the darkness and remove what no longer is serving mm. him or her. And uh, yeah, and try to stay in the light and carry on your path and help as many as you can on your on your way. Cool. Yeah, man. So the next step that you went to Peru? Yeah, Peru. Um, I went to Peru in 2016. Um, that was a big adventure for me because, uh, yeah. So I've done my first my first retreat in, a, in a, here in Holland yeah. uh, for the first time, and um, the same people that were organizing they were organizing as well in, in Peru, and um, so yeah, I just went there. <laughs> With a lot of hope to turn things around, yeah. because uh, at that point I'd lost my girlfriend, my mm. apartment, my job. I was like, "What else is there?" You know. <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of picked myself up, and uh, you know, I just 
kept on going, man. Just keep going. Doesn't matter. Uh, the the amount of pain that I was experiencing uh, back then was was yeah unbearable. Okay. I was I was not myself anymore. I was just like I couldn't. I can't, it was too much. So that that pain was because of you faced all of these possibilities and that you realized that uh, how how lost were you? So I had the first two sessions and then like two months later, uh, me and my girlfriend broke up. Okay. And then three weeks later I lost my job. Then okay. a week later I had to move out of the house. You know, so okay. it was like yeah. ping, ping, ping. I was like, why? But only to find out that, you know, everything is in divine order, you know, yeah. that was meant to happen that way. So, but I couldn't understand it at the time because I was like, you know, why, why are all these things kind of happening at the same time? Only to find out that we are ultimately responsible for everything that happens in our in our lives. Yeah. Although you, you know you may think like, why is this happening to me? Why is that happening to yeah. me? Or no, uh, yeah. you are happening to yourself at yeah. all times. So uh, what you put out, you get. You know, and and probably I was not on the, on the right uh, energy right uh, back then. And blame doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for nothing because you know, uh, yeah. But you know, it's it's all part of the process. I'm really really happy for that. So um, then after that, um, after all these things happened, I went into this, uh, yeah, sort of depression, I think, you know, I don't, I didn't recognize it as such uh, yeah. back then, but I was just very sad very often. Mm. So then I decided to go to, to the jungle. Okay. And I went there with a lot of faith and hope and I was, I went there, you know, with the hope to change things because up until that point I've tried everything. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I had sh like ups and downs, ups and downs, and I could never find really a steady, yeah, uh, steady place where things would flow for me uh, the way I wanted. So uh, the jungle was like my my last resort. Okay, and what did you do in the jungle? Haha, <laughs> 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 man, I went. Out, uh, turns out I didn't went only to the to the jungle. I went everywhere. Yeah, you know that was just an excuse. Uh, the jungle. Yeah. Because from there I jumped into other dimensions and other uh, realms of existence. And, uh, okay. But yeah. you signed up for a dieta. I signed up okay. for a dieta. Okay. Yeah. So I stayed um, two and a half weeks in uh, Pucallpa. Two and a half weeks? In the jungle. Okay. Yeah. And uh, poof, that just completely changed everything. You know, because uh, of course, I mean, they all say don't, don't bring expectations and uh, just come in blank and, uh, you know, just mm. come and, yeah, just sit there and get what you need to get but obviously uh, unconsciously you always have expectations because this is a trip of a lifetime you know yeah. you go there in order to change your life yeah. so uh, it's, it's you're nervous you don't know what's gonna happen and uh, but at the same time it's super exciting mm. so uh, yeah I went there the first ceremony was um, was okay but it was was quiet per se And then again, the second ceremony was just like an atomic bomb. It was like, mm. boom. Man, it, it changed everything, my perception of the world. Everything I thought it was, it wasn't. Or yeah. it was close, but it wasn't exactly uh, what I thought it was. Uh, and that came to, to everything, to, to myself as a person and uh, situations that I went through life and uh, with my family and growing up as a kid and uh, being in a band and my best friends. And uh, some pets that I had, or some plants mm. that my mom had, or you know, all these things—they were all put there f for my to guide me. Yeah. 
you know, I understood why uh, my mother is my mother. I understood why I cho- why I chose this family. I understood the um, the um, um, not the work. Uh, I understood why my older brother was my older brother and still mm. is my older brother. Mm. Uh, I understood why why I play music and mm. I understood why I stopped playing music for a while. I understood why that relationship didn't work. I understood I understood everything. I was just like, wow, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, and was that that shift in the, in uh, on on the way I perceived the world and the, the understanding that I that I had prior prior to ayahuasca? Yeah, that just like everything made sense, perfect sense. And I'm forever grateful. It was not it was not a walk in the park because <laughs> <laughs> you know, in there it's. Uh, so what can people expect? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, some of the listeners or viewers will. I have never experienced it, but uh, what are the symptoms? What you can feel besides seeing other realms and other universe or and your inner deepest uh, uh, depth of your soul? Yeah. What other symptoms can people uh, experience in a ceremony? Symptoms? Well, physical symptoms. Physical you, symptoms. You can. Uh, <clears throat> um, you will feel uh, nauseous very nauseous um, you can purge or vomit for the ones who don't understand the word purge uh, not necessarily some people purge some people um, have diarrhea uh, some people sweat some people cry some people laugh some people scream some people kick some people jump hmm. uh, but it's all for the greater good there's no uh, it's like you might feel like you're going to die but you are not going to die yeah. we, can, we can also say that there's a sort of uh, cleansing process absolutely right. in, in every level physical yeah. level because of the diarrhea and the sweating yeah. and, the, and the purging uh, and also energetical level um, spiritual level because uh, you might have entities attached to you that you don't even know I mean uh, most of our uh, most of human beings in this uh, in this in this world in this society they carry entities because mm. entities are out there they mm. just attach to you in, in, in the various forms um you know, some cannot cross over to 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 the higher realms, and they have unfinished business in here, and they can attach themselves to you. Yeah. Or some come through food, some come through um, uh, any kind of drugs or prescription drugs as well, or yeah. alcohol, or um, foods that you eat as well. Hmm. Um, uh, some energies uh, cross from uh, father to son to grandson to. It's a genetical thing, so a lot of things yeah. <coughs> can be passed on to you that you are not even aware. Yeah. So um, this type of medicines, they, 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 they provide you the ability when you drink it in a ceremony uh, context, uh, specifically with a shaman, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm full on uh, shaman uh, type of ceremony. Uh, because you know, this is plants, they are life spirits life in yeah. different realms but yeah that's something that it's it's on so the shaman guides you through that process of uh, of releasing uh, things that no longer be, belong to you yeah. and act- activate the plants and the, and the power of the plants and uh, the shamans they have to diet many years in the, in the jungle in order to be uh, able to to make this connection to the plants and to the to the higher realms hmm. so uh, yeah all in all the jungle is just kind of a regenerator yeah. re-empowering, uh, reassuring who you are and who you are not. 
so it's also like a big mirror of uh, yourself yeah it can be scary man <laughs> you're just yeah. looking at yourself like okay that's me but uh, the work because they also say also in Spanish is trabajo right mm -hmm. uh, it's not only done during the ceremony it's also oh. prior and afterwards right yeah in ideally yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely I mean it's it, it's the whole thing you know because the ceremony is not only the ceremony the ceremony this is a ceremony yeah. um, life is a ceremony you know yeah. and that's just a break from the the ceremony so the ceremony yeah. is actually a break from the ceremony yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you go depends if you go and do a diet, it's a different thing. Uh, depends how long you want to go for diet. Minimum is two two and a half weeks. Then people some people stay for a month for for two or for three. For, you can diet for as much as you uh, feel you need. So um, the preparation for it is super important. Yeah. Because uh, you know it's the more you are set in yourself, uh, the better you will uh, you will work or yeah. the more the most benefits you will get from from the plants and the plants there that they know they have the they are here right now you cannot see yeah. them but they are here right now they know everything you do yeah. and uh, if you prepare yourself and you commit yourself to this yeah. work then the plants will devote themselves also to you so it's it's a matter of intention and commitment absolutely yeah. absolutely so in the more you devote yourself the the, the more yeah. you will you will have uh, back for a better result for your you know mission of Okay. Finding other things. Yeah. Yeah. And the switch was that uh, you're gonna work for the mother was after this uh, dieta? Was after or this yeah, dieta. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible because yeah, this was never the plan. Yeah. Then again, plans, plans, plans and yeah. life comes and there's there's another yeah. plan. It's funny. Because yeah, I went there to um yeah, to yeah, to find deeper truths and to uh, to help myself and uh, to basically just yeah, to, to redirect my my life in every level. Um, it's kind of like coming back from the ashes type of thing. Hmm. And it kind of happened, you know? Yeah, it really happened. Um, so yeah, I brought my guitar. and Because um, I always bring my guitar wherever yeah. I go, so I brought it. And it turns out that uh, at the end of the ceremonies, then the ceremony was over. Um, and then, yeah, I would play a couple songs in the end. and. You know, we had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful group of people. Hmm. And, you know, we, most of us just stayed there in the Maloka. Maloka, by the way, we, it, it's a space where you hold ceremonies in Peru. And uh, at the end of the ceremony, people will just lay there and just cuddling and hmm. sharing love and songs. And, you know, I, 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 that sense of, wow, this is it, man. This is this is it, you know. Sense of connection, uh, yeah. with opening the hearts. Pure and yeah. true, man, and yeah. honest, you know, that, that for me, that... Yeah. You know, it was not only my healing, but also that made um, gave me a lot. Yeah. Gave me as much as the plants, maybe in a yeah. certain level, yeah. because that level of, of of love and connection that people were sharing there, in such a pure and honest way, hmm. I was, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I don't know, I don't even have a word to, hmm. to, to do to define that. Yeah. It just gave me so much, and uh, yeah, and people were like, hey man, you got something there, you know, just hmm. you should go for it and. Who knows? And I was like, well, yeah, well, let's see what uh, what's there in store. So I kept at it, like uh, just practicing some medicine songs. Obviously, I was always playing electric guitar yeah. and uh, different types of music and playing in different types of uh, venues. And so you were uh, listening the medicine songs uh, during the dieta? 
and it uh, you kind of uh, kept it in your mind and you started to playing them after the ceremonies also yeah, yeah we we actually had a um, uh, very good um, um, uh, Peruvian musician yeah. he's uh, uh, one of the most uh, well-known uh, uh, get, uh, songwriters from uh, from from the Amazon okay. his name is Artur Mena mm. uh, much respect to him and uh, he was playing during our mm. our uh, ceremonies you know and uh, I had one of the nights where he was playing and uh, while he was playing, I could I could see the music. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you hear the yeah. music and you feel the music. Yeah. I could see the music, like I yeah. could see the music, <laughs> yeah. and that also changed my relationship with music. So, like as in music, it's also a spirit. Music is also an entity. Music, music is my life for a long time. It's and also so, a vibration. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, music came and talked to me and said, "Hey, you've been playing me for a long time, but how consciously, how consciously have you been playing?" Yeah. me for all this time you've been only playing yourself as yeah. in you know I I used to play for you know different kind for of entertainment situation. yeah entertainment absolutely not for healing exactly and which music is always healing doesn't yeah. matter in which um, <coughs> uh, setting and yeah. it doesn't matter what type of music uh, some people like uh, reggae others, others like rock others like metal others like techno it's music is music is everything man. Mm. music is the healing of this planet so, uh, but she, wh- what she re- um, what was rediscovered in me was um, that uh, that sense of okay, I can actually use this use. I can use this to help others raise their vibrations yeah. in a conscious way. So I was helping people without knowing what I was doing back then, and uh, this shifted into okay, I'm helping people, and I know I'm helping people, and I'm gonna embody that and uh, do it consciously. So that was the biggest shift that she she's done for me in uh, music-wise. And after this realization that oh, I'm really in my element when I'm playing the the medicine songs. What was your next step after that? Yeah, yeah, so because <laughs> many people get you know into this uh, bigger um, visions and oh, that's what I do. But the execution part is all uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In real life, when when you are out of the ceremony, out of Peru, back in life, what yeah. can you do? <laughs> Well, you know, for me, what I did was, I uh, I, got, I got my guitar and I was busking on the street because I refused like 400% to go and uh, ask for jobs anywhere else. Because mm. before I went to Peru, I was working all this kind of jobs with people mm. screaming at me and uh, mm. being fast and, you know, being on time and being, uh, mm. you know, and people talking about people and people being, you know, mean to each other mm. and on this money-making society. And I refused to to let myself be on that position ever again, man. I, I, pfft, I, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So I grabbed my guitar and I was busking on the street. And yeah, it was raining, it was snowing, it was tough. Sometimes I make twenty euros, sometimes I make ten, sometimes I make nothing, sometimes fifty, sometimes mm. you know. I just refused to do anything else, and uh, what I really wanted to do was music. And uh, funny enough, I had the one insight one time that. Um, the biggest thing that I was doing, playing on the street, was not even the money. The money was just an excuse. Mm. What I was doing on the street was some certain kind of feeling that I didn't even know. Mm. And uh, some people that were walking on the street, and you know, people in big cities, they always look with a frown and, you know. And when I was playing the music, uh, some people would come and they would see me and they they would come with this face. And then they, they hear the guitar and they see it and they're like, they have this smile on their mm. face. 
So it's like for that split second, I made a difference in somebody's life. You know, and that's what the plants told me after. Because back then, of course, somebody smiles at you and you smile back and, and yeah. you carry on playing. Yeah. But on that case, it was just something that I was helping other people. Yeah. I shared some love. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Or kids that come with their parents and, you know, and the parents are all distracted or on their phone or whatever. And the kid is like, hey, dad or mom or whatever. They just look. And the parents, for a second, they're like, oh, yeah, shit, reality. Hey. Hmm. And uh, on that moment, I made the difference on that family's life, too. And the kids were playing and dancing, and uh, they come, and they always ask that for a coin or whatever, and they come and drop a coin. Yeah. And uh, in the end, the money was just, a, uh, I don't know, an excuse for this uh, uh, spiritual uh, work. Yeah, but it was still challenging because you have to get along uh, financially also in this world. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was tricky, man. It was yeah. tricky, especially because, uh, yeah, then I was living in a place... <coughs> Um, with two beautiful souls and I had to um, pay the rent and they were super lovely to me like as in they knew who, what I'm about you know mm. and they saw all the process of me coming from um, from um, working for the corporate mm. and uh, into dedicating myself to to music for 100% and uh, they, they kind of like okay we don't have the money for the rent just wait another two or three weeks when, whenever you have hmm. you can give it and I always paid the rent as much yeah. if it was like two weeks later or whatever yeah. but I always did yeah. and then for my surprise um, was, so this is like a month and a half later after I, after I came from uh, from the theater hmm. so I was playing on the street for all that time uh, the shaman in which I did the, the ceremonies with uh, in Peru he gave me a call hmm. and he asked hey would you like to come and, uh, and play in the ceremony because he liked the work I've done there in, uh, in mm. Peru. And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, let us, let us, let us go, you know, because I was still in that vibration of, you know, people, love, connection, yeah. you know, those beautiful things that are shared in, there in the jungle mm. with these people. So yeah, I just went there, did one ceremony, was like, okay, well, this is good, man. Uh, you want to do another ceremony? I was like, mm. okay, cool. Did another ceremony. And it was amazing. It was one of those ceremonies, you know, because you have ceremonies and you have ceremonies. Mm. So and that was like a ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then he invited me. He said, "Hey, would you like to to go and tour uh, Europe with me?" Yeah. I was like, "Wow, are you kidding me?" I mean, I was playing on the street, dude. I mean, mm. this for me was just like a, a life changing blessing. Moment. Yeah. yeah, man. And then I have uh, been touring Europe for the last three three and a half years. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to Peru and coming back and tour and. Peru and then come back again and you know I've just been living in my where I should be this is my element this is what I do so I'm really happy that that changed for me mm. and this was an energetical exchange with the universe as well because when I put this energy into the universe of like you know I want to do music and I want to connect and I want to just be yeah. at peace and, and you know and share the best that I have to share with the world and with the people around me then the universe gave me this opportunity which I am eternally eternally grateful man mm. for real <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were uh, your main uh, main role is as a was a medicine musician, right? Uh, or also as a facilitator, but uh, initially you started as a medicine musician in the um, ayahuasca world. Um, yes, I started by playing uh, medicine songs, yeah. absolutely. But I I do uh, I do not consider myself a medicine musician. Okay. Such as I don't consider myself as a shaman. Okay. I'm I'm a musician, most yeah. and foremost, uh, which had uh, you know the, the great opportunity to 
to get into this uh, medicine field yeah. and to work with beautiful people from all over the world and um, and I learned uh, this practice as well so uh, I consider myself a human being in service of the plants and the spirit absolutely and you also learned a lot about the plants not just the music right sure lately yes and yeah. all all uh, other aspects of uh, of uh, organizing and uh, facilitating yeah. a ceremony yeah, yeah. sure uh, what happened then uh, after this uh, three and a half years um, uh, earlier this year I went to Peru um, did their uh, two-month uh, uh, curandero initiation course yeah was really was this uh, because we can mention it right that was the ayahuasca foundation sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so eight weeks eight weeks in the jungle in the jungle <laughs> so can you uh, tell us uh, first something about the foundation itself just shortly what what yeah. are they up for yeah uh, yeah they have a research center yeah. for plants and um, um, they also are providing the Shipibo communities uh, uh, you know helping them out as well mm-hmm. in uh, many kinds of ways because we cannot forget these people are from they come from a different economical um, status per se yeah and uh, they need schools, they need edu- education obviously for the kids and they, they, need, they need so many things that people that live deep in the jungle, they need, they need more things that, that we, we, we take them for granted because yeah. in here, in this part of the world, you need something and five minutes later you get it yeah. and in there it's not so, so they're helping uh, these communities as well. Um, they're facilitating Kulandero uh, uh, initiation courses with uh, dieting master plants yeah. And uh, that's what you participated in, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and this is this is a gift. This yeah. is a gift for 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 the world because you know if, uh, some shamans could be more like as in protective of their work. You know, this is this is our thing. This is yeah. the native thing. Mm. Why are you teaching the gringos how to use mm. the plants and mm. to you know? But the people from the ayahuasca foundation, what they want is to you know to spread the healing yeah. and, and the knowledge. This is ancestral knowledge. Sharing is caring. Absolutely, yeah. man. And you're caring for the whole planet. It's yeah. not just, you know. So, um, um, the Shipibo tradition, um, I mean, they are the natives. They, they do this for thousands thousands of yeah. years. But, you know, as the times pass, you know, the kids are growing into different societies and they're leaving the, the communities. They go to the city because they want to yeah. be lawyers or teachers or whatever, which is great. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. But slowly but surely, the, the Shipibo community is kind of a... a being less and less and less is decreasing in population. So um, this is one of the main things also of the Ayahuasca Foundation, to help the communities, but also share this knowledge yeah. with the world. And um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's really one of the best things I've done in my life. Okay, so it was eight weeks, and I've yeah. seen that uh, every other day there was a ceremony. Yeah, for two months, man. Wow. <laughs> it was intense. intense. Yeah, <laughs> it was intense. Because uh, it's a lot of things at the same time. You you learn and you participate yeah you're drinking yeah you're drinking like proper drinking it's, it's not, not just like theory no 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 no, no. so the, the, the theory is doing, yeah the theory is during the day which is in uh, every morning we had a lecture and um uh, sharing circles we had vapor baths we had um, uh, walking with the plants to see which plant is which and what do they do and um, i mean every day all day there was something apart from saturday sunday which were more uh, sharing days, and uh, Sunday was nothing at all, so we could we could rest. But apart from that, all this learning and having lectures with the with the shaman as well, Don Enrique Lopez, eh, which was a great teacher, 
and uh, you know it, got, it kind of like set me up in a better direction because I have I have three phases with ayahuasca which is um, the discovery of ayahuasca and going up 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 and then things went down along the way mm. and I kind of went down and I got some kind of a I could almost call it a spiritual burnout sort of thing because mm. so much giving and so much giving and so much giving and uh, receiving very very mm. I mean I received a lot attention don't take me wrong I received a lot from from the ceremonies and the traveling and the people but I find myself depleted in energy yeah. yeah you know due to the vehicle of which I was moving with and uh, some situations that happened along the way which I yeah I just you know uh, it happened what happened and I just let them go easy yeah. And, and, uh, uh, but that also brought me to a state of like you know uh, seclusion because the more I was opening myself the more I needed to retreat hmm. as in okay I give myself to to the best of my, of my abilities and what I can give I give 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 for, for such a long time and then that, that, that came a time that I was needing those hugs I was needing those hmm. words I was needing that love and uh Although I have a few people around me that really are are solid and they, you know, give me love and shelter, but uh, you know it, this was deeper because then I uh, I got into different realms because ayahuasca opens you up to the light, but when you cross over to the spiritual realm, it's not only love and light. Hmm. There's love, there's light, and there's this everything, darkness, yeah. and everything else in between. Yeah. So. Uh, because I um, my my energy levels were low, so I got into this uh, low vibrational uh, spiral Sp spiral down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that frequency also attracted other uh, low dimensional mm. things, and um, yeah, that was uh, an interesting moment because uh, you know it was not that I was naive or ignorant. Well, a little bit because I was just like with arms you know mm. open and. And trusting the universe and the plants that you know this is all love and light and it's amazing it's mm. beautiful it is but there are other things too so that was for me the school yeah. of a uh, yeah that was the dark school yeah. <laughs> yeah. which um, yeah it came to my surprise because I up until then I had no experience of that I thought this was just you know we were all surfing in this beautiful wave of love and connection and that's all that was but no there was a bit more than that and yeah uh, yeah I mean I also get into these realizations uh, oh mm. I get into these realizations uh, sometimes that there is always another side of the coin Absolutely. which is also the part of the the everything like it's like the uh, the yin and yang it's not yeah, not, not for nothing absolutely. it's a symbol <laughs> absolutely and I didn't know yeah. <laughs> but no no yeah, I, absolutely. But uh, what I wanted to ask, like uh, you were mentioned uh, somewhere, uh, that uh, you figured out the sh the power of the Shipibo uh, teachings, yeah. and what was the what are the major differences between the the Mestizo? Yeah. Am I saying it correctly? Mestizo, Mestizo, mm -hmm. and the Shipibo uh, traditions or the way how they work. Yeah, it's a bit different. It's, um, yeah, and again, it's two different cultures. Uh, mm. People are the natives from uh, from the Amazon forest. Then the mestizos came more with the you know with the Spanish invasion, and mm. as the name actually yeah, yeah, actually yeah. indicates, yeah, it was a, a mixed. 
yeah. uh, sort of new race was coming up, mm. sort of thing. Um, yeah, but they have different um, uh, languages. That's number one, and uh, a different relationship with the plants or with processes of of, of dieting. Um, uh, difference in how they conduct the ceremony. Uh, the Shipibo people they they use mostly just the the sing the mm. the singing. Um, uh, Agua Florida, which is a uh, flower water, uh, and the Mapacho tobacco, which is a uh, natural tobacco, yeah. uh, Nicotiana rustica from uh, from the jungle as well, to communicate with spirits and also for cleansing and protection. So they all they only use these three tools: voice, Agua Florida, mm. and the Mapacho, which is super effective, and uh, they they established a, a beautiful relationship with the plants across the centuries. Mm. And uh, the Macizo, they also use the tobacco in Florida, but they also use other things. They, they, they use more instruments, which mm. I love that. You know, they use yeah. guitar, they use drums, they use flutes, uh, frogs, uh, birds. Mm. They use lots of instruments. I like that. Um, it's also effective, but for me, uh, I, I identify myself more with the Shipibo. Mm. And I didn't know it until I actually done it, you know, yeah. because I learned through a Macizo. And uh, I love the ceremony. It was a great ceremony because you had the Icaros. Uh, who doesn't know Icaros are the language of the plants and uh, how they communicate with the spiritual worlds and the plants. And um, and yeah, and then they drop a guitar in there, and then they drop you know a drum or a flute. And I was you know I'm into music, so this for me was super interesting. And um, what I can do nowadays is like to use per se uh, knowledge of the sheep people. Mm. A little bit of the knowledge of the mestizo, and then my own uh, vision and approach to the work, and it's amazing because I can, uh, I can, you know, surf in between these tr yeah. three realms of uh, of existence. That's cool. And it's amazing, man. I just love music, and uh, yeah. the more music I can put in there, the better. Yeah. And so, what was the biggest takeaway after these eight eight weeks? Uh, you you discover this uh, rawness and uh, the origins of the Shipibo culture, but uh, did you have some uh, more insights about you and what will be the the next steps on your mission? Absolutely, man. Absolutely, because uh, those eight weeks you don't have time to recover. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bang, oh, shit. and then you go bang. It's just like one after the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we were dieting, dieting some uh, sp uh, special um, uh, master plants, which I will not say. But um, yeah, they, they they helped me see other things. Okay. And they shed a lot of light in, in, in many things that happened. Yeah. And that, um, then again, I had a deeper and deeper understanding about things, you know. And uh, and this is an ongoing process because yeah. it doesn't matter how many times you, you drink the brew. You can drink ayahuasca a hundred times, but those hundred times you will learn something else. Yeah. Or you will reconfirm some things that you thought that yeah. you knew, and then the plant comes. Oh, you thought you knew that, so let me show yeah. you a different door here. Hmm. And um, yeah, but the biggest takeout for me was um, yeah, man, was to find a different type of uh, discipline. Hmm. You know, and uh, you know to walk, to walk in beauty with this uh, with this work that we do, which is so amazing and and, and, and so profound. Yeah. So uh, the biggest takeout was for me to to learn how to conduct a ceremony from beginning to end because up until that point I was doing ceremonies but there was always somebody like in charge of the ceremony like yeah. the captain of the of the boat person yeah. 
and uh, I was just there like okay that song or yeah, that song okay so now I can be that sort of captain if there is mm. even a captain the mother is the captain but, yeah. but I can you know uh, I can do a whole ceremony by myself nowadays mm. I can I know how to, to open a ceremony I know how to, do, to to go through the parts of healing and diagnosis of the ceremony bring different uh, healing plants to come and heal the people and uh, bring in the mariation the mariation is when you start to have the process and the visions and uh, and feeling nauseous and that's called the mariation to bring the mariation in or to cut the mariation or to um, hmm. you know there's there's different knowledge i can i can now manage myself through those you know fields hmm. and uh yet i know I, I don't know anything man hmm. <laughs> i learned it and i'm learning as i go because the teacher the yeah. biggest teacher is is, is is the medicine itself you know hmm. and uh, you can never say that you know I mean, you know a bit more every time. And every time there's something else to learn. And when you learn, you just be thankful. And that's the currency of the spiritual realm and with the plants as well. It's love and gratitude. So uh, that's why I, I, I don't consider myself, and I don't think I have a role to consider myself a shaman or a, or a curandero or a healer. Or, I don't know. It comes with the times, man. Uh, I'll see yeah. because I'll carry on this this path. That's uh, that's something that I have really. Uh, it's a process. It's an ongoing process. It doesn't yeah, end. As you mentioned, yeah. It doesn't end. Yeah, and so the, let's say, I guess after these uh, experiences, maybe the integration itself is also like uh, ongoing for a long, long time. But what was the most uh, needed time to kind of recover a bit? Uh, after that eight weeks when was needed uh, how, how long time was needed to recover a bit uh, you know you I guess for after eight weeks uh, yeah. that after eight uh, intense weeks like that uh, it's not too easy to get back to the real I mean this other life <laughs> other I'm, other reality yeah I'm not back yet yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll never will Oh man, that was so intense. You know, and then I, when I when I came back, uh, this uh, this new project that, that I'm working with as yeah. well kind of kick started. Yeah. So it was just like I flew into this. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, I I you know, I integrate as I go. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I have also my 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 days because nowadays I I praise a lot my my solitude and I like to be alone. Hmm. Whereas before I used to be in the noise all the time, or this friend, or that fr friend, have this friend over, or that party, that dinner, and this event, that event. But now I'm more like, you know, just leave me alone. I, yeah. uh, I'm cool. So, uh, and when I, when I have this um, this long time, so I can reintegrate. I write, I play music, I walk in the, in the forest, I just lay down, I meditate, uh, breath work, I just, find all these methods of, of grounding myself into into coming back to this reality because uh, it's very easy to get a little bit lost in the in this um, uh, world of medicines yeah. because if you're drinking constantly you're constantly going you're constantly leaving your body you're constantly yeah. out there yeah I, I did a rough <laughs> estimation you mentioned somewhere that you you had all around 280-300 ceremonies that at least uh, if you, we put it in a time frame it's like uh, in every 
four or five days, one ceremony for four years. It was three, wow. three and a half, four years. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How can I say, man? Yeah, because mostly because of the tours, they, they yeah, were like. Yeah, because uh, those who are facilitating, they also take a yeah, yeah. portion, right? It's good to, to be in, a, in the same realm, yeah. realm of the plants yeah. and, uh, and the same energy level yeah. as well as, as the participants are. We are all on this spaceship. We go together. Yeah. And before we, we get back from uh, entirely from uh, Pukapa and the jungle, can you, because I have never been in the jungle, so can you share us some insights or the experience? How did it feel to be actually a first Pukapa and Iquitos? Uh, what uh, those pa- places uh, look like or mm. what is to be like there mm. because they are in the middle of the jungle somewhere in a remote yeah. area so you can just fly in or there is not real road there right? I, I'm not no in the Quitos you can you can only, can only get by plane or boat yeah, yeah. so that, that that's special in itself uh, but yeah starting in the beginning uh, yeah. the first time I went to Pucapa and uh, it was kind of like you know I've never been in South America before yeah so for me, the first time I went to Pukapa, and especially to do something so big, yeah. it was just it was it was like a movie, man. It was yeah. wow, and uh, to see all these people uh, and uh, their society over there, and uh, the way Westerners are trying to exploit as well, mm. and also calling it like third world country, whatever that means. Yeah. And uh, you know, to see the, the the beauty and the humbleness of these people really uh, provoked something in me. So you see, the whole trip is a is a healing journey. Mm. Every step of the way is a healing journey, and even the people yeah. there, the Peruvians, they are so beautiful and kind. Yeah. And uh, although they are poor per se, I think they're richer than many yeah. people who have money because it's people that you know they are pure and honest, and they you know they, they smile at you because they smile at you mm. because that's what's in their heart. It's not because. Hmm. Of anything else, unless they want to sell you something too, <laughs> <laughs> that also happens. So the commerce, uh, the the commerce is also getting there uh, slowly but I surely. Mean, these people yeah. they don't have money, man. Yeah. They, they don't have money. They don't have money. So that's yeah. that's that's uh, how they subsist, and that's uh, you know the, the tourists that come in because uh, nowadays there's a lot of tourism for yeah. for ayahuasca ceremonies. There's a lot of people from all over the world, yeah. America, England, Europe, <laughs> China, Russia. I don't know from. All over the place, Australia. A lot of Australians there too. Yeah. So uh, I mean, this is something that really uh, um, um, helps establish a new economic basis for the yeah. for the people from the from those areas. So yeah, uh, yeah, Bukavu was special. Was special because for me that was a turning uh, turning point in uh, in my in my life. So I'll forever cherish that that, yeah. that city. Yeah. And the jungle. How was it in the in the jungle to be in the jungle Ooh. for two and a half uh, weeks? Uh. Yeah. Surreal, <laughs> surreal to say the least. Because yeah, I mean the Amazon forest. You always heard about the Amazon forest since you were a kid, or mm. you saw it on on, on BBC or mm. on National Geographic and all this type of stuff. And the animals and the plants and the trees and the rivers and you know. So to be there was like wow. I'm actually in the Amazon. When you know I was going there. I knew I was going to the Amazon, but it wasn't until I got there that I was like, "Shit, I'm, I'm actually on the Amazon." Hmm. And that that vibration—it's the, the jungle itself—it's healing you. Yeah. You know all that purity and the and the, the air you breathe and uh, the animals you see occasionally and you know that 
it's hard to put this into words. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to kind of go there to experience it for yourself. It's just a, it's a massive experience, man, for real. Even if you wouldn't, wouldn't do medicine, hmm. just to be there would be a, a really interesting. Yeah. For me, even just go to the forest uh, and I'm, I'm coming back always as a change to uh, like a calm and relaxed. I can imagine uh, it's amplified uh, with uh, <laughs> by a million. <laughs> by a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because actually it's it's therapy. Yeah. To walk. Um, to walk that's actually the, that's our natural habitat, not uh, not the concrete buildings. No, no. We get stressed out uh, by default from being here. Actually. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. So this is kind of a return home kind of thing because mm. uh, yeah, that's the the birth. Mm of all species per se so, so then you come come uh, you you came back and uh, then the work uh, the other work uh, began uh, to work and uh, lead ceremonies yeah and uh, you are still in that process and and doing that too. yes yeah. yes super interesting yeah. super interesting we just had um, a retreat last weekend yeah and uh, i'm still kind of uh, in the space of uh, <laughs> Of the medicine, which is great. And I mean, I'm, I'm so happy, man. It's yeah. just, this is just the best thing ever. And what, uh, according to your experience, what do people expect from these ceremonies? What they should expect? Yeah. Uh, what is their expectation when they come? When they come? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess everybody's uh, just expecting the same thing. So, love, man. Love? love and also, man. like, to, is it there? Uh, a dimension like uh, people wanna wanna feel that there is uh, there is much more beyond this materialism because when they have an insight that there is something more than only this and the darkness when they die then it also gives them a kind of relief of uh, yeah of being scared that oh I'm gonna end up in a in a mm. In a box, uh, buried in the <laughs> <laughs> six feet under somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You know, that's um, everybody. Uh, people come from different reasons. Hmm. Uh, most come from from for healing. Uh, hmm. and some people also come for connection. Yeah, uh, because this is also a great vehicle to, for you to to connect to 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 your higher self and to higher yeah. realms. You know, and you can meet your your guardian angels. You can meet you meet your your, your guides. You can yeah. meet, you know. Uh, your ancestors because your ancestors are always with you your family line yeah. they're always with you doesn't matter wherever you go whatever you do they're, they're yeah. always with you protecting you and guiding you also on a genetic level but also on a spiritual level absolutely yeah. they're there so, yeah. uh, we don't perceive it as such because yeah. you know we live in this uh, 3d world yeah. this uh, little human brain of ours yeah. we don't perceive things that way but uh, you know it's it's you have everything you have the the, the, the healing part and mm. the learning part yeah so it's an ongoing thing so people come for for, for most various reasons and yeah. once they heal certain things that they need to heal then the learning comes and then after you learn some more you you're gonna grow in a different direction and then you're gonna find other things uh things that are really gonna guide you on the right direction because mm. let's say um, when you came to to do a retreat you were in a low level then you will yield something in you, something really um, uh, significant, and you're gonna go another level up. Hmm. So that's kind of out of the way. Yeah. So that will give you grounds to, to work on different things on yourself that you didn't know that they were even hmm. there because you had this massive block. So once yeah. that, those blocks are removed, then, then your level of connection is more clear. 
Yeah. So you can just go into different fields of of of, of, of possibilities of of, of mm. creation for your life and for for others, for you, for your family, for your friends, for everything, man. So. Cool. Mm. Actually, that was the original question. What I had is that uh, is it mostly healing or self exploration, or it goes separate or go is the same or do they, do they go together? <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, we kind of uh, answered it. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it doesn't end as well. The, yeah. the self exploration part it never ends. Hmm. Because there, there's always more. There's, I mean, it's, uh, the possibilities are infinite, hmm. and you just keep on going. It's just like a, a mission. And then there's also the, the the situation which which is you come, you do what you gotta do, or what you, th- what you think you gotta do, and then you just move on with your life. Hmm. Which was that that was my plan with my uh, when I first came into to do ceremonies, and then I went to the jungle for the first time. I just okay, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna take care of whatever I need to take care of. And then I'm yeah. gonna move on with my life and doing whatever. And then it just happened that you know the the medicine kind of liked me and she chose me to to do this work. So I was uh, really thankful for that. Yeah. So we can say that uh, whatever is your experience, your life is gonna change. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna change. It's gonna change. It's gonna change. There's two sides to that, or more than two. Yeah. Um, some people can get more confused as well hmm. you know and uh, in one sense it gives you a lot of clarity and, and order and um, you see where you want to go and then yeah. you, you really find your, your your true essence and your, your true self and uh, you finally align yourself with your with your purpose in this planet or some people depend depending where they are mentally as well because hmm. you know there's a lot of factors that uh, that yeah. um, may condition it um, uh, an ayahuasca ceremony yeah. So you can get also more confused because you're gonna open some boxes that have been closed for so many years hmm. and when those that information is out there in front of your eyes you might not be ready to understand it hmm. so although I believe that you know uh, most people on this planet should try it I hmm. also know and I'm conscious that some people shouldn't go anywhere near that because uh, yeah maybe it's not for them huh. and how do you know if you are ready for that or not it's about the calling if you hear a, a calling deep in your heart that you feel mm. like, hey, maybe this is something for me, for me and for my family, man. It's just, uh, yeah, family is everything. That's something that was, I knew it before, but now I know it even more, mm. you know? So uh, if you feel that deep calling within yourself to that you can change uh, something significant in your life, then yeah, just come and do it. If you don't feel it and you want to do it because you just want to get high or to hmm. have a trip or to have fun or something, then just don't do it. Hmm. That's because you're not ready for it and it might work against you rather than uh, for you. Yeah, and there is a lot of stuff, uh, a, a lot of good information available online Absolutely. where people can research and see there are many, many new institutions po- uh, popped up in the last couple of years, in the last uh, five to ten years, mm-hmm. right? Because these kind of researches were kind of frozen for 40 years or so, mm-hmm. but uh, lately it's coming up more and more, more, and more yeah. especially because, okay, it's also an entrepreneurial podcast. Guys or dear listeners don't or viewers don't get illusion that uh, 
creativity and uh, all of this technological in innovation is coming from just the air. All of those guys in Silicon Valley, in uh, California, they are into the self-exploration. Burning Man. So you name it. <laughs> yeah, you name it. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah. You know, some people said uh, like ah, it, it's a common thing that uh, Elon Musk uh, came up with the idea of a solar city on Burning Man. Guess what he was doing at Burning Man? Maybe he was not doing ayahuasca, but yeah, as we said, there is an industry behind and there's a lot of research and we can assume pretty strongly that all of those billionaires, they don't want to uh, mess up their brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So the back to these institutions it's a very interesting uh, part because you were at uh, in june you were at the icers meetup the world ayahuasca conference yes yeah so can you tell us something about icers itself and what was the purpose of this conference and what was your uh, takeaway and impressions yeah well um so the conference yeah that was a special event that was really special in every level you know, the ICers, they are, um, they are helping, um, um, you know, and shedding light on this uh, medicines and doing more and more research. One sec, I just say the, the long name, the International Center for Ethnobotanical Education Research and Service. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's totally official. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> Yeah, no, these people are doing amazing works on uh, improving, yeah. uh, you know, plant medicine and uh, integration and uh, seeing the therapeutic value of uh, of the plants and uh, also supporting with the legal side of things because, you know, uh, whether we want it or not, this is still an illegal uh, yeah. plant in this, in this parts of the world. So they are, uh, you know, they are helping and uh, shedding lights, you know, in a, with scientific studies as well. It's yeah. not just saying this is good just because it's good no they they have research and they have scientists studying and they're making this 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 big event the aya uh, 2019 yeah to also bring more and more uh, information out there so uh, most of the people obviously that were there they, they are people who did medicine or are yeah. doing medicine facilitators and different um, um, uh, cultures or traditions of, uh, of the plant medicine but also to to bring uh, awareness into this uh, this situation because it's a uh, it's a thing. It's because the therapeutic uh, uh, properties are undoubtable. They are like absolutely. clear clear science on that. Absolutely. Yeah. And with, uh, with results. Absolutely. And this yeah. is what they are, they are bringing on to light. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. And they are also supporting the, the indigenous uh, communities. So there was, um, the, there was a lot of indigenous people there from uh, the Unicune tribe, from you know, lots of tribes of Brazil, uh, Colombia, Peru. Uh, Ecuador as well, so um, uh, they're also reivindicating their, uh, you know, their call into humanity as in help us out. Mm. They are destroying us, mm. and uh, you know, for for me, the ICS to 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 facilitate a space in where these people can come and express their concerns and their needs for the societies and for for their children for the next generations. It's it's it's, it's, it's crucial, and um, yeah, it's just an amazing, uh, inspiring event. 
in which I learned a lot from uh, many different aspects of, uh, of the medicine fields and uh, met a lot of people that are working with this medicine as well from different parts of the world and uh, people are releasing books, medicine songs, uh, visionary art, art painters, uh, presenters, teachers. So it was just a whole uh, another level of understanding of, of the medicine. I'll say uh, was not because there's the medicine which is on the field, which I called on the field, which is there in the ceremony and in the dark and with the buckets <laughs> where all this stuff goes down. And then there's the part behind which you know people don't really see. It's coming up to light now, uh, so it, it's good to see that they are coming. You know this with legal. Um, yeah. with the legal aspects of it as well <coughs> and not only the normal chatter or, or blah 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 it's, it's they are working on, on this ends on and uh, hopefully in the next few years we're gonna have a, a you know a more tolerated uh, environment where these medicines can be um, administrated with people uh, with care and uh, safety guidelines and uh, to do it in a ceremony context and yeah. to you know responsible use exactly exactly because you, yeah. you also don't want everybody to get their hands yeah. on this medicine like that. Because once you lose the sacredness of uh, this medicine, yeah. then it's just, it's not going to serve any purpose anymore. Yeah. You know, and uh, and the traditional way to use it is on a on a ceremony uh, context. So uh, if you can provide those grounds for people to to really, you know, do this in the open, yeah. then it will be less, you know, uh, you know, th- th- it will be less dangerous uh, per se because. Nowadays anybody can can cook the brew or order it and and, yeah. and just serve it without any any safety protocols or any guarantees that the, the medicine is, is is good for you or or whatnot. So yeah. I think it's it's beautiful work what they're doing there. Yeah, and all entire uh, cultural acceptance and also like uh, slowly but surely injecting it in the culture for new new generations how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of aspects. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was a great event, all in all, and I was uh, able to to play a song there. So, hmm. a couple of songs there. So, was uh, really happy for it. So, uh, it was all in all, it was a, a good learning point as well. So I'm really happy, man. Okay. So we have uh, we have indigenous uh, cultures, uh, sacred plants but also institutions and entrepreneurs. So yeah. the world is uh, getting on uh, plant medicines uh, more and more. Yeah. It's happening. It is. So. It is. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm, I asked most of the questions what I, what I had. Mm. So although I don't really have the questions listed, but you know, the bullet points. Do you have anything to to share with the people? One more question. What is the next step? Ha. Next step. Next step. Next step.
Shinan Kibi Kanuba Kaya Kibi Kanuba Kaya Kibi Kanuba Dewa Dewa Kakira People can find you nowadays at the Etsy frequency. Yes, find it on. We're gonna put places. it. We're gonna put in the, the the links in the description. Awesome. Yeah. Huh. Thank you very much for the music. Thank you for the singing. Yeah. And yeah. Let's shift the paradigm. Yes, man. About time. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Thank you for having me here, man. So Thank you for coming. Totally. Long way. A pleasure. This just came out of the blue and uh, mm. happy days, man. Cool. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Say hi to the people. Hey. <laughs> Love, man. Okay. That's it. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, man.